All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Now, I know throughout the course of the day, over and over and over and over and over and over again, we've heard, oh, there's going to be another indictment of uh, Donald Trump, and this is this, this is that. Let let, let me share a a statement that was just released, and then we'll chat with Congressman Bob Good, get his response to it, his thoughts on it. Uh, This comes from uh, uh, Drew Findling and Jennifer Little. They are attorneys for President Trump, and I quote, the Fulton County District Attorney's Office has once again shown that they have no respect for the integrity of the grand jury process. This was not a simple administrative mistake. That's what they're claiming. A proposed indictment should only be in the hands of the District Attorney's Office, yet it somehow made its way to the clerk's office and was assigned a case number and a judge before The grand jury even deliberated. This is emblematic of the pervasive and glaring constitutional violations which have plagued this case from its very inception. Again, uh, Drew Findling and Jennifer Little, they are both attorneys for former President Trump. It is insanity, in my opinion, that this attack on former President Trump continues. Uh, it's an attack, I think, on every one of us who voted for him. And um, I just, I'm, I'm curious to know what Congressman Bob Good is thinking about this. He is one of the good guys up there. Bob, thank you for being here. Great to be with you, Jeff. It's, it's good to be with you once again. Thanks for having me. Well, the, uh, the pleasure is always ours. Well, what, what's your sense with this nonstop series of attacks on former President Trump? I think that... Uh, among all of the existential threats to the country that have been created by this president, his administration, perhaps the greatest of all might be the this, the diminishment, to say the least, of our once trusted sacred institutions, our justice system, the, the notion that everyone is equal under the law and everyone is innocent until proven guilty. Everyone is treated fairly and equally um, and that we wouldn't have, obviously, a, a justice system based on your political persuasion, uh, whether or not you support someone or a particular candidate or whether you're that candidate uh, himself or herself. And the loss of trust in federal law enforcement, uh, the Justice Department more broadly, uh, is just so terribly damaging to the country. And But, you know, you add that to the border, you add it to the uh, war on energy, you add it to the the weakening of our military, you add it to the reckless spending, you add it to the assault on families and faith and values and all of those things. Uh, But the Dems aren't even pretending anymore, as you know. They're not even pretending that they're not going to use and abuse every weapon at their disposal to go uh, against those who would resist their agenda, whether that's President Trump, obviously running for real, uh, running for president again, or whether it is uh, parents who show up at school board meetings, or Catholics who exercise their faith right there in Richmond, or pro-life protesters in Pennsylvania, or wherever it may be. And I think they're just going for broke, Jeff, because they know if they don't win, 
you know, if they don't succeed in putting President Trump in prison, from their viewpoint, ideally him being the nominee and being in prison during the campaign, if they don't succeed in doing that, in, in winning the election, then the consequence uh, with a Republican administration and a new attorney general for the Biden crime family and all of his accomplices in the Department of Injustice in the Federal Bureau of Investigation, you know, it's, a, it's incredible that we would even consider giving them more money, helping them build a headquarters that's bigger than the Pentagon, that we would have, frankly, individuals trying to get it in Virginia. I've made it very clear, and some of my colleagues have, that you know, we, won't, we won't vote to give them $1 for their facility. We certainly don't want it in Virginia. I don't want it any closer to the Catholics in Richmond that they're targeting by putting it in Virginia. Uh, and why would we fund, why would we fund the very thing we run against, that we campaign against, that we complain about, that we rail against, that's destroying the country. We are living through the book being written by this administration on how to destroy a country. What would you do differently uh, if you were trying to intentionally destroy the United States than to do what they've been doing? And then first and foremost, you could argue, is what we're talking about right now. Tell me about the future, Bob. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm afraid because that that sounds uh, very much like weakness. But I am, I am very concerned. I've got two boys in college. I'd like to think that uh, the nation my dad was able to hand to me, and then to my grandfathers and the rest of that, uh, I'd be able to give to them. But boy, I, I, honest to goodness, do not know. Are we going to be able to survive another year or two of, of uh, the Biden syndicate there in the White House? Well, with great reason are you concerned. We should all be terribly concerned. We, there, but what we cannot do, and I know you would never advocate, that we cannot do is give up and, and decide it's, and it's hopeless and that we, we have no choice. Where else would we go? Right. Where else would we go if the United States were to continue on this track and to go where the left is trying to take us? Where else would we go once we lost our rights and our freedoms here in this country if this country were to move on the track that it's moved for the last two and a half years? So we must stand and fight. We must make our stand. This must be our time and our moment. And I think the answer, Jeff, is for those swing voters, those independents, those moderates, and those apathetic Republican-leaning, conservative-leading folks in our churches and in our neighborhoods and our circles of influence and in our family who have not been engaged because they didn't think their vote mattered. They didn't think politics mattered. They thought everybody is the same. Hopefully, hopefully, people's eyes are being opened. That politics affects every aspect of your lives. And this is not the Democrat Party of our parents and our grandparents. Nope. This is uh, this is there's no moderates left in terms of elected officials in the General Assembly here in Virginia or in the Congress in Washington, certainly in this administration. And everything that we care about is is at stake. It, it's not hyperbole to say there's these existential threats to our country, again, whether it's the border invasion, whether it's suspending our credit being down downgraded. No longer do you have the ability just to go ahead and recklessly spend and not begin to suffer the consequences now of that. And then again, the weaponization of the government against its citizens. And and you know, Jeff, you know that there are those on the other side who will do and say anything to try to win, to try to hold on to power, to claim victory, whether it's spending hundreds of millions of dollars in blue cities to buy votes and to buy voter turnout, whether it's it's using a, a, a virus uh, to have lax voting standards to try to, you know, to try to cheat the system that way. Uh, 
there, there's all, you know, the, you know, whether it's just not protecting our election integrity generally, not requiring ID, allowing ballot harvesting, allowing drop boxes away from polling places, whatever it might be. But so we've got to overwhelm them at the polls. We've got to take advantage of early voting. Glenn Youngkin is right. I think it ought to be election day. But as long as the law is in Virginia, until we can change that law, then we need to take advantage of early voting and use all 45 days. My wife and I will vote the very first day that we can. 45 days out, mid-September, we're going to go vote because we want to be the first people to vote in Bob and Tracy Good's name. You know, so we want to avoid an emergency. To ha- we want to be in a- avoid an emergency that might happen on election day, a medical emergency, a family emergency, you know, a health situation. Whatever. Uh, so, utilize every tool at our disposal. Fight within the rules of the game. And I think the Dems, the reason they don't fear what they're doing yet, is they know that we will never out cheat them. They know we will never. Uh, lower ourselves to their standards in terms of lying, cheating, and stealing, you know, uh, retribution against the using abusing power to go after our opponents. But we ought to use the legal means. We ought to impeach this president. We ought to impeach Secretary Mayorkas. We ought to impeach uh, uh, Attorney General Garland because they're breaking the law. That's right. That's exactly right. Congressman Bob Good joining us. One of the uh, one of the few folks in D.C., in my opinion, consistently conservative, honest, patriotic, doing the right thing. Bob, I know you have a lot of uh, major players who are coming in, visiting throughout the uh, the fifth district. Do you want to give everybody a, a little insight? I mean, I know there's Mark Meadows, but you got you got a lot of folks coming in for you. Well, excited about you know right there in the Richmond area. We're going to have my good friend Rick Scott. Uh, I will tell you. Uh, not saying probably more than I should say, but there's there's some senators that uh, friends of mine and I particularly spend time with, and Rick Scott is one of those. I will tell you, he has shown tremendous courage. He's the one who took on Mitch McConnell and ran against him. Yep. He only got 10 votes because most of the Senate is doing like, uh, you know, like the House, where they will fall in line and do what leadership tells them to do. They don't want to take political risk to go against leadership. But that was uncharted water when he ran against Mitch McConnell. My hope is he'll do it again. I'm not saying he will or he won't, but my hope would be that he will. But he's agreed to come and help me with an event uh, uh, nine days from now, a week from Wednesday, uh, 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 the, the 23rd. It'll be in Goochland County at the Richmond Country Club. It's, it's, uh, you can get information or register to be part of it at bobgoodforcongress.com slash Rick Scott, bobgoodforcongress.com slash Rick Scott. He's shown tremendous courage. He put out a great plan last year, uh, one of the few to put out a plan in writing for the country. Uh, I think he's got a continued great future with our party, and he's shown a lot of courage. He's a true, courageous conservative warrior. So we're thrilled to have him. And then the next week, we're going to have Mark Meadows uh, down in Keysville uh, in Charlotte County as well for an event. So then folks can get more information about that at bobgoodforcongress.com also. It's just incredible. Well, I'm going to make sure we get it out on all of our social media channels. I'm hoping against hope I can get out there to uh, to the Rick Scott event. I'm just I'm excited about all of this. Uh, I am one of your constituents, as you know. I appreciate what you're doing up there. I, I want you to stay strong, stay focused, and, and know that uh, there are a lot of us out here that uh, that have got your back, my friend. Well, I feel that when I'm in the fifth district. Thankfully, I'm in the district today. I was in Amherst County all day visiting businesses and. Uh, thrilled going to be in Prince Edward County tomorrow, but appreciate your support, Jeff, and thanks for what you do. Thank you, sir. That is Congressman Bob Good again. If you want to be part of the event featuring Rick Scott or Mark Meadows, you go to BobGoodForCongress.com. BobGoodForCongress.com. 545, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.